My name is Melody O'Neill, and I'm the fastest woman alive. I've spent all my life trying to fall into the background and live a quiet life. But after my powers developed, I just couldn't hold back. I won't be in the background any longer. I have the power to help people, and I'm going to use it. Something is threatening my city, and as the hero kinetic, I'll go faster than ever before to stop it. Hello, you're listening to We Play RPGs. I'm your host, Eli. I'm Ashley. And she's playing Kinetic. Yep. That's what you were supposed to say. Oh. It, it's been uh, <laughs> a hot minute since we recorded episode one. Uh, <laughs> so, this is the second episode of the superhero podcast, Kinetic. And this episode is brought to you by Metallic Dice Games. I'm assuming by the time this comes out, they're still sponsoring us. I mean, I would. You know, so. I don't. I don't like to predict the future. Why not? You know, just like I'm. I'm not going to say that their absolutely beautiful gemstone dice have been imbued with some sort of natural spirits to make them more powerful and magical. Yeah, I'm not going to say that. Possibly help you during your gaming. Yeah. No, I I couldn't say that. Anyway, when we uh, left off, <laughs> you had stolen a computer from Hex Incorporated satellite office. Yep. You're wrongly assumed that your friend Mickle, who, unlike you, knows how to download iTunes, My would be friend. able to uh, hack this highly secure corporate computer. Well, of course, he can download stuff. That means he can hack into things. And you guys broke into the public library to try and use that for it. Because uh, so you were worried about it, like, pinging some sort of security. Yep. And decided to instead take the hard drive out yep and just see what the files are yeah mickle's handling that (laughs) yeah and i believe when we left off you had to go to work and you were exhausted i don't think there's an energy drink in the world that would be able to help her so what do you are you gonna use your powers at all while you're at work yeah a wee bit okay not enough to be noticed just to go slightly faster, so my numbers can be better than everyone else's. All right, go ahead and roll careful, modified by your super speed. Okay, cool. Five. Okay, yeah, you do that easy. You're able to uh, temper what you're doing. That's good. <laughs> All right, so you, you get through your day, you make a, a good amount of money. You're very tired. I'm going to go home and sleep, but I'm going to... I'm going to speed there because I'm like, the quicker I get to my bed, the quicker I can sleep. Well, and that, is, that is the benefit of being in San Francisco with the serial numbers filed off is that you can justify not driving places. Oh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> so, yeah, you get home, you lay down for a nap. Is it a nap or does it turn into like a long time? Because I feel like she, she I, I, I think that's up to you. So I'll leave that to you. You can decide that narrative. She's going to sleep for a while. Yeah. Poor, poor friend Muckle's going to be like. Speaking of, let's see how he does in his project. Yeah. He, uh, alright. You were woken up by your phone ringing. Hell is this? Well, it's like 7 a.m. the next day. <laughs> That's great. But she's still going to be like, god damn it, looking at the time and not realizing when she went to bed. And like, Mickle, do you realize what time it is? And they go. Yeah, I called you several times. Oh, that's right. I went to bed as soon as I got home from work. 
what were you calling me about? Did you figure out what to do with that computer? Yeah, I got into the files. Yes. I mean, do you want me to tell you over the phone? Like, I don't know how I'm this works. I'm just going to speed to your doing... house. Okay. I imagine you, you say that, and as he's saying, okay, you're knocking on his door. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you hear him drop his phone. <laughs> scream uh, a little you, bit. You hear them drop their phone. <laughs> and no. No, they were just <laughs> spooked. They open the door like, ah, Jesus, I'm I'm not going to get used to that. Well, I'm just going to keep doing it to you. So, I mean, imagine one day you'll probably get used to it. All right. Yeah. And they go, all right. So it, it was hard to figure out the most recent files, but this person's computer seemed to be mostly related to one project called the Donut Drive. I like that name. Um, I'm hungry. But go on. Okay. Well, so the Donut Drive is, I, I Googled it because I can't really understand most of what's written on these notes. But um, according to Google, it's this theoretical space drive. It, it uses gravity to shrink space in front of the ship and expand space behind it so that you can move very quickly through space without having to worry about relativistic speed. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's great stuff. And I think that Hex is actually trying to build one. That's cool, but it sounds like it would be too much in the wrong hands. I mean, I, I don't know. Our government doesn't really invest in space travel, so a, a private company doing it is the only way it's going to happen. But, I mean, do you think this lady might be like corporate espionage? I mean, that's possible, I would think so. It seems like the only plausible explanation, unless she's like a supervillain or some shit like that. I mean, she has a some sort of weird-ass suit and can why yeah so i mean i think supervillain is a pretty safe bet regardless of whether it's corporate (laughs) espionage or not yeah yeah also maybe don't get a crush on the supervillain i mean she's really cool i want to fly yeah obviously we all want to fly all right i don't have a crush just just think she's really cool (laughs) not really sure how to investigate a corporate corporate espionage sort of deal um, do I have connections? I don't think I do. You do not. That would be a stunt. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hmm. Maybe looking on... Nothing's going to be online. This is a very under wraps sort of deal, I would think. So. I think that depends on what you were trying to find out. Like a reason for there to be some corporate espionage. I would assume that money is the reason for corporate espionage. (laughs) Maybe looking into who's heading up that specific project, because I'm sure that that is uh, online. Especially if there's information about the Donut Drive, and they released that information. Or some of it. The, uh, well, that, probably not on the internet. But, because Mikkel got into the files, they can tell you that a, uh, Dr. Theodore Buck is uh, in charge. Well, Dr. Theodore Buck is in charge of the um, actual building. He's an engineer. We need to prevent somebody getting it, so... Well, whatever else you need to do, I need to go to work. Yeah, alright, cool. She probably has work to go to, too, right? That's up to you. Nah, it'll be her day off, so she can figure some shit out. Alright. 
I think that maybe she has all the information. I don't see the point in going and talking to the doctor because he's just going to be freaked out. I mean, freaked out doesn't mean he won't answer questions. You just got to know what you're going to ask. Who his competitors are would be a really good question. Okay. How are you going to do it? Probably if he's home, just going to his house. Well, that Those files aren't on the computer. Yeah. You don't know where he lives. We'll know where he works then. You know where he works. Well. That's his computer. It, now that I think about it's it. not his computer. Oh. Um. But you know that someone at that satellite office has to have that information. Because if he's in charge of building the donut drive, that's not something they'd be allowed to do inside the city. This is what I want to do. I want to pose as somebody that's like a young up-and-coming scientist that's in school and just has questions about this specific drive because they're really interested and saw some specs online. Okay. And just kind of overheard that was a possible project that they were doing at their university. Okay, so. at, the, at the University of Varian? Yes. All right. Yeah, you, I guess, dress in your most scientist-y clothes. How are you dressing? Not necessarily, you know, specifics, but... Kind of business-like, like what you would wear into an office. All right, you know what? Here's what we'll do. See if you can create a boost for yourself. Roll clever. Three. Okay. You are confident that you've got the right look. And so you actually have a boost, a temporary aspect that you'll be able to use that we'll call uh, dressed like you belong. You can invoke that for free, and then it goes away. Okay, good thing So you can save it, but it also vanishes at the end of the scene, too. So once you're done at the satellite office, it goes away if you don't use it. But uh, yeah, you you get there, and there's a sign on the door that says use side door, because you can see that there's tape, you know, police tape up at the front and you follow the sign you go in through the side door and there are some more signs like pointing you back towards the uh front desk the guy behind the front desk goes hi do you have an appointment what can i do for you no i don't have an appointment i was just hoping to i'm from the university of varian i really want to get a job here one day so i wanted to talk to someone about what would be needed well you know our intern program is on our website Yeah, I looked at that, but I figured coming in and speaking to an actual person would be a little bit better, just because I wanted to get a good idea, since I'm about to graduate from school and everything. Okay, go ahead and roll sneaky. And if you want to use that boost, you just have to tell me before you tell me what the number you got was. I think I do want to use that boost. Um, Okay, so it's plus one. I have a two. Okay, the guy goes, um, hold on. And he picks up his phone, dials numbers. Hi, there's a Miss O'Neill. O'Neill here. She's interested in our intern program, but was just really hoping to, uh, I guess, jump the gun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of course. All right. Goodbye. He hangs up the phone and he goes, uh, so here is, and he gives you a visitor's badge. Go into that elevator, floor two, and it's going to be your third door on the left. It's Miss Farouk. That'll be her office. She's our head of HR. Okay. She's going to go ahead and head on up to HR and just hope that she can actually speak to a scientist. Although, put this out there since you didn't think about it, what else is HR in charge of? Employees. Their addresses, work addresses, home addresses. That's awesome. (laughs) 
cool. I have an idea. So she's going to head on up there. Mm-hmm. Hi, Miss O'Neill. I was just coming to talk to you a little bit more about what would be needed to get in Hex as an employee when I'm done with my uh, bachelor's degree. Miss Rook, she's got a, um, she's dressed very conservatively, and but she has a very warm face. She says, okay, Miss O'Neill, uh, please have a seat. She goes, uh, well, uh, what what is it that you're studying? I'm studying, uh, so would it be called space engineering? I'm asking out of character. It would be astrophysics. Astrophysics. I'm actually studying astrophysics. I had seen that you guys were actually working on, I've seen theory theories for the donut drive but i've heard that that's a project that you all might be working on and i'm super interested in and hopefully being a part of that project Hmm. now where did you hear about the project i was just looking online and saw that you know the specs for it and overheard friends saying that that might be a thing that you all were working on go ahead and roll sneaky two Okay, yeah, she goes, uh, um, well, that's, we're not really allowed or supposed to discuss active projects until mm-hmm. they reach a certain stage. Okay. So I can't say, I'm not allowed to say one way or the other. Now, as far as it goes, this satellite office actually is generally in charge of the astrophysics, the space exploration aspect of HEX. So this is a, a good place to start with. Now, you said that you're studying at the University of Varen? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, well, you know what? Starting as an intern is the best place. Now, we do pay our interns. Our CEO and founder, Dr. Danielle DeMorne, is very adamant about that. So you will, you will be a full-time, essentially a full-time employee, and you will be able to use this to help you get into grad school, and you will be paid with benefits, but let's go ahead and get you that application. And she stands up and goes over to a filing cabinet to get that application. So what are you doing? Is there a cup of coffee on her desk or anything like that? Yeah. Well, I'm going to try and make it look like she just accidentally knocked it over. Okay, roll uh, sneaky. Two. All right, yeah, you, um, you... Start shaking your leg like you're nervous, but you focus that kinetic energy up into the desk and onto that spot with the coffee cup. And as she's getting up, it spills over and actually splashes a little bit onto her uh, uh, skirt. And she says, oh, gosh, darn it. Um, Please I- excuse me for a minute. She kind of like blots up the coffee there. Where she goes, I-, I-, I need to go to the restroom. I'll be right back. Okay, cool. So after that, I'm going to go into her computer and look at the files that would be for the employees to find out where Dr. Theodore Buck lives or works. Okay. Would it be sneaky or quick? Um, that's up to you. Let me use quick for that one. Okay. So I have a seven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, a success with style, so. You find his file. And you read through it, and you can see that he lives in Varian. Awesome. Technically, he works for in this satellite office, but he's actually, he works on site. Okay. Does it have the site listed on his file that he is working at? 
it is listed as field site number J17. Okay, cool. Is there enough time to potentially look up what that would even be? Maybe. Okay, I want to find the file that has these different sites listed to find this particular field office. Okay. And which approach are you trying to use uh, for that? I'm going to use Quick still because she's okay. still trying to do this before she gets back. I got a six. Okay. You accomplish your goal. You very quickly realize that none of the paper files have this information. Not in HR anyway. So you go on her computer, which she has left unlocked. Presumably because like most people, having to type in your password all the time is very inconvenient. Yeah. So you're able to search field sites. And you find it. There's not an exact address because it's not... Well, there is a longitude and latitude because it is not located inside any sort of city that's that's crazy it's cool Um, i like it well i mean yeah a lot of military bases don't have addresses and a lot of like jet propulsion laboratory originally didn't have an address because it was just the desert a lot of places that do stuff like that are going to just be out in the desert somewhere that's one of the reasons that california is such a big place for this stuff Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because there's there's tons of places you can go where there are no one for hundreds of miles. Yeah, awesome. Well, she's got all of her information, so she just sits back down in her chair. There's a napkin she's trying to kind of help wad it up. Okay, yeah, you, you are cleaning up the coffee as she comes back. She goes, oh, no, don't, you don't have to do that at all. Okay, just helping, are you, are, you know, are you good now? Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's see. And she walks over to the cabin. She goes, here's the uh, intern application. Actually, one second. And she goes and, and makes a like a few quick notes. And she goes, so if you're applying here, this is the kind of phrasing you want to use. You have made a positive impression on this lady. She kind of wants to help you out. Aww. So what do you do now? All right, well, I'm going to thank Mrs. Baruch for her time and just you know wish her a good day thank you for your help miss bird gonna head on out i've got a class i gotta go to but i appreciate what you've done for me today yeah she you know says oh have a good day don't worry about it awesome so she's gonna leave that office and she's going to look up where this is like go on google maps type in the longitude latitude the the primary site which is not the testing facility it's just where they build hmm. the stuff. Is about two hours directly east of the city, or two or three hours directly east of the city. When you look it up on Google Maps, you get you know like a Google Earth satellite view uh-huh. of it, and it looks to be a campus ish, like a small campus. It has a fence, but it doesn't look to be like a real like. There's a security gate and a actually there's only the one gate in or out. But there's pretty much nothing else around it for miles. Okay, that's really secluded. Makes sense. Well, now that she knows where that's at, she's going to wait to talk to Mikkel just to get some, you know, friend insight on what to do. Okay. All right, yeah, I mean, you know it'll be a few hours before Mikkel gets off work. Okay. Well, she's going to go for a run around the city. All right. She's like, you know what, I've got some time. Let Let me see if there's any mischief going on that I can actually help with. All right. 
as you are running around the city, presumably in your superhero outfit, yep. you come upon what seems to be a bank robbery. Are they holding people hostage? Is this bank it, it actually looks like they're they're walking outside. There are police there. Oh, the uh, robbers are walking out. Yeah, but you see, there's only two guys, and you see one of the guys sets down this duffel bag, mm-hmm. and he puts one hand on you know those huge stone planters that a lot of banks have out in front of them. Yeah, he grabs one and hurls it at a cop car. Holy shit. Do these guys look like, I mean, obviously he probably looks really confident, but does his, like, sidekick look? Yeah. No, they are. Because actually, once he does that, and the cops all take cover, they grab the duffel bags and run. Oh, well, she's fast. She's gonna run after him. Alright. I wanna take the duffel bag from him. Okay. And How are you approaching this? I am going to use... I'm gonna use Sneaky for that. Okay. That is a six. Okay, yeah, you go ahead and grab it. What do you do now? All right, well, I'm going to rush that back to the bank, but then I'm going to come back and... Are they running up an alley? Yes. Is there anything... Well, actually, is there anything along that alley that can be used to tie them up? Well, thing is, your action's done. Oh. I just needed to know if you were going back or if you were going to, like, talk to them or whatever. So you do go back. Okay. Well, the one that threw that potted plant grabs a uh, dumpster mm-hmm. and hucks it at you. Oh, God. Uh, and you're going to have a minus two to avoid this because it is a large object. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you doing? I'm trying to dodge it. <laughs> okay. Well, which, which approach are you trying to uh, oh, use? Oh, I'm going to use... I'm just going to use quick to... Well, so describe it to me. What are you doing? I'm going to use my energy. Actually, I'm probably going to be forceful because I would like to use my kinetic energy to slow that down and almost stop it in its tracks by vibrating the air around it. Let's see what that does. And that was... So you get a, a plus two because you're using your kinetic energy, but you mm-hmm. have a minus two because it's a large object. Yeah. So it's just forceful. Three. All right. That is a tie. So you are, are not harmed, but he now has a confidence boost. Oh. So you, you manage to slow it down enough that it mostly just crashes onto the ground. Uh-huh. That, like it just mo- loses momentum mm-hmm. and crashes down onto the ground. But that clearly took a lot of effort for you. Yeah. So uh, the other guy tries to shoot. I'm going to do like I've done before when I stopped the bullet the first time and vibrate the air around it to make it stop. Okay. Roll forceful. Still negative two, right? No. Because that's just a bullet. Zero. Okay, then you take two stress. Now, you can take those two stress, or you can take a minor consequence and ignore that stress, but it does mean for the rest of the scene, you have an additional trouble aspect that I can invoke to cause problems. I'm going to take the consequence and see what that does. Okay, 
you have the um he fires and it just grazes across your side. Mm-hmm. So you have a uh side wound and it hurts like fuck. Yeah. But it is your turn. Okay. I think if there's nothing in this alleyway, like a rope or something to kind of Not unless you have super strength. Actually I wanna run around them and create like a little um not like a mini tornado, but kind of like direct it towards where the police are. Okay, so you were trying to create a situational aspect? Yes. Okay. And hopefully drop him down in front of them. Okay. Would that be listed as... Well, you have to tell me if you're trying to, like, use your super speed or something. I want to okay. use my super speed for that. So. But I think that would be a uh, clever roll. So it's uh, going to be a five for that. Yeah, you have tied the difficulty there. So you create this situational aspect of Whirlwind, and you have a plus one boost uh, for your, you know, you basically have cover, is what you have created. Because you didn't really get, there's not enough movement here for you to, like, lift them up off the ground and and move them. It's only, like, a 12-foot wide (laughs) alleyway. This is true. But there is all the dirt and trash in the alleyway is now flying all around, and there's a lot of wind. So you have created this situational aspect. And what that means is that on your turn or on their turn, you can invoke it. You can spend a fate point and invoke that aspect to make things harder on them or to assist yourself. Okay. Alternatively, they can do the same, but it is no longer your turn. Who is going to go next? The one with the gun or the one with superpowers? The one with the superpowers. Okay. He's just going to try and hit you. And I'm going to go ahead and invoke your consequence to give you a minus two. Yeah, your side wound to give you a minus two to defend against this. Okay. So what are you doing? I'm going to dodge. I think that's more of I mean, I, I assumed you were going to try and dodge it. Just move fast to dodge it, like crouch down. Okay. It is going to be a four. Alright, then that would be a tie. Oh, no, it wouldn't. You would take a stress because he has his boost from earlier. It's the gunfighter's turn. And he's going to shoot at you. I'm going to try and disengage. Well, that's something you can do on your turn. I'm going to run behind him. Okay, yeah, go ahead and roll quick with your super speed. Seven. Seven? Yeah, no, you definitely succeed. You succeed with style. (laughs) So you have the uh, temporary boost of they don't know where you are. From their perspective, you just fucking left. But it is your turn. Yeah, she's gonna roll. You don't need to roll anything. You okay, just... cool. So there is a thing you can do called giving in. When you lose a fight, when you've taken up all your stress and you've exhausted your consequences, you are taken out. And ultimately, that only means that you can't fight anymore. But when you're taken out, your opponent decides what happens. When you give in, you still can't fight anymore, but you decide what happens. So okay. in this case, you gave in and you just left. But yeah, the police were right around the corner. I mean, bunch of noise and gunshot and shit so i mean there's 
you're literally right around the corner from where they were. They they don't have super speed. They can't run but so yeah. fast. Yeah. But she's going to roll out and then just she's tired obviously and she needs to treat her side wound. <laughs> so she's going to like roll really fast into like a CVS and grab some like minor first aid kit cuz she just doesn't want to have one in her apartment. And she's just going to go to Mickles and he'll help me when he gets done with work. <laughs> okay. So would you just like sit outside of his apartment door? What are you doing? I'm going to break in. All right. How are you breaking in? Vibrate the door so the door lock comes undone. And roll careful for me real quick. <laughs> plus two from your me. kinetic energy. <laughs> um, five. Five? Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, the lock shifts open. You get it, go inside. But the scene has changed, so your mild consequence goes away anyway. So you just go into his apartment and treat your own <laughs> yeah. side wound. <laughs> well, she's just going to hang out there until he gets home. She needs okay. to talk to him anyways about what she found out. All right. And get advice from him. Okay. Yeah, he comes home, you know, after a few hours. Hey, man. Ah, Jesus. How did you get in here? Don't worry about it. It's fine. Come on. I vibrated the door. Make your lock come open. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, it's pretty sweet, isn't it? That's really cool. (laughs) I mean, violation of privacy, not happy about that. I mean, it's not like, I didn't read your journal. It's okay. Yeah, I don't have a journal, so... I was just assuming you did write your feelings in when you get upset with me. Like, no, now. I expressed them. <laughs> All right. So did you find anything out? Yeah, I found out a lot. So I went to Hex's office and pretended like I was a, you know, a grad student and wanted to... They bought that? Yeah. Huh. I was pretty good at acting okay. for a few minutes. Anyway, the lady really liked me. But I was able to get information on the person who built this uh, donut drive. His name is Dr. Theodore Buck. And then I also found out the longitude and latitude of the building site for this particular project. So I was kind of, I mean, I'm not sure what to do. So I was coming to just ask what you would do in this situation. Well, Mickle has some ideas, but as the GM, I'm not going to come up with your plan for you. No, I'm just saying, um, like, to... Why don't you throw your plan so ideas my out? My idea is to... I want to pose as a employee to driving one of these trucks to bring materials to the site to build this thing. Okay. Do you know how to drive one of those trucks? I can't really drive it, no. You're, but you're talking about, try. like, a 12-ton truck. I mean, shit, even if you just got onto the the van that resupplies the vending machines. That is a good idea. No, it's not. That was my point. A van is much smaller. It's a truck. He opens up his his laptop and shows you that these are like 14 foot long trucks and 12 foot, foot tall trucks. Well, then maybe I can just hide in the hull of it. Like, as they're packing it, I can super speed in, and then when they open the door, I can super speed out. Yeah, actually, that might work. Yeah. I will give you that I think it's less a question of where and more a question of when. Because yeah. you have no idea what their schedule is. I mean, you do know from your various service industry jobs that things like the vending machine stuff that it's going to be the same day every time. Well, she's going to find out the, like, 
supplier for the vending machines, I okay. think would be the easiest thing for her. They would just go on the internet looking for actual warehouses that are in the area for a little What while. specific vendor? Uh, like Lay's and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go ahead and roll clever. Zero. I mean, you can spend a fate point to re-roll. Uh, yeah. Uh, four. Okay. Yeah. No, you're... There's only three companies. Because, so the thing that I... I don't know if I didn't describe it right, or if you kind of glossed over it, is that there's nothing else around this place except Varian. So they are... They would have to rely on a local company. Okay. But there's only three different companies. Okay. Well, I mean, I could just check all of them. It's like not very far. So she's just going to sneak into each of them in a night. Okay. We're just going to have you make one roll, depending on how you are approaching getting in and out of these places. Okay. Because they're going to have paper copies of everything. That's what I was going to ask, if they had paper that was on computers. So... Where you tell me how you are going about breaking in and getting this information, and you're just going to make one roll. Because, again, there's only three locations to search. Okay. Are you trying to be careful? Okay. Then roll sneaky. Two. Okay. You succeeded a minor cost. Okay. And that cost is that as a, you know, violet blur, you are caught on the security cameras. But, yeah, you get the information. Okay. It's, It's the third company. You checked, and they're actually supposed to resupply in a couple of days. Okay. And with that, this episode is over. Okay. I'm Ashley. You can find me um, on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at Queen. And you can find me. This episode has been brought to you by We Play RPGs Podcast Network. You can support us by rating, reviewing, and recommending us. You can find us online at WePlayRPGs.com and on social media at WePlayRPGs. You can buy merch at tpublic.com and searching WePlayRPGs. Stay safe!